Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. And we are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm DJ Mad Mike. Does that mean I have to be Stormin' Norman? I mean, you could be DJ Jazzy Jeremy, or DJ Jerky Jeremy, or DJ... Yeah, let's just pick one of those, because I was going to go down a a road you don't want to go down. (laughs) I'll be Jazzy Jeremy. How about that? DJ ja- Jazzy Jeremy. Jazzy Jeremy. That? I like that. That sounds good. Sorry, my voice is kind of fucked up. I have had this cold for the past week. I feel fine now, but my voice is fucked. My lymph nodes were like the size of tennis balls on like Tuesday. Oh, that sucks. And it hurts so bad. And I had to like read this whole thing during like a meeting. And I was just, <laughs> Yeah. But I feel fine. So you it's, need some eggnog. It's just I sound like ass. Oh, we had eggnog. So today we we saw Santa. We did the tree. Yeah, we've 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 had the nog. How you doing, bro? Nice. Doing good. Doing good. It's uh, getting ready. We're gonna get our tree tomorrow. Nice. We've had our tree for a week, but we we haven't decorated it until tonight. Uh, we were kind of seeing how the dog would handle it. We got this little tiny gate around it. So she's been kind of, oh, it's just a thing in the corner now. But now it's all <laughs> lit up and like, hello, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I Be do. Excited. Christmas, ha- Christmas is coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Christmas is full steam ahead. I do have a funny story, though. So the other night, I'm out on the porch. I'm smoking. So I got all the porch lights off because I'm shady. And I don't like people driving by and seeing what I'm doing. So I'm sitting there, and a pickup truck pulls up. There's like this little island, and they just stop. And I kind of thinking it's my my neighbor across the way. Because sometimes he'll, like, stop there open his garage, you know, remotely, and then and then pull in, you know, the final descent. But they're completely stopped. The interior light goes on. It's like seven or eight kids. I'm like, huh, this is interesting. So, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of, like, kick back. I'm like, it's people watching. I don't get to see a lot of people in, in the middle of nowhere, you know. So one guy hops out and books it towards my neighbor's house. And I'm like, is that my neighbor? No, that guy looks way too young. And then one guy's on my lawn. So I run up on him. Uh, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I scared the shit out of him. Like he must have pissed his pants. Like just just picture it. Like I'm I'm not like in the shadows. I come out of the shadows <laughs> and like a big like cloud of smoke. What the fuck are you doing? And he just freezes. And he's looking at me and he goes, 
My friends said I'm a pussy if I don't ring your bell. I said, you're a fucking pussy either way. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he starts running towards the truck, which at this point is starting to pull off. <laughs> and he's yelling, I don't have permission. <laughs> Just like, I'm trying not to laugh. And I'm like, you better run faster, you fucking pussy. And he's just, they do the thing where, like, he's going to grab the, the doorknob and, they, like, they pull up faster. And then he finally gets in and they pull off. And I'm just like, oh, that made my night. Like, that was the <laughs> ultimate, like, get off my lawn, like, type of thing. <laughs> so funny <laughs> a bunch of idiots who go like when we were kids ding dong ditch wasn't like I mean it was a thing like obviously it's a, yeah. it you know it's called ding dong ditch it's a thing but like we never wanted to draw attention to ourselves like that's no. stupid why are you gonna drive around drawing attention uh, I don't know I don't get it man so it, we, we used we used to do that god I was probably like 6th grade and like you know, one of my friends, we'd stay over, we'd sneak out. It's like 11 o'clock and we'd just go up to go up to a house in my neighborhood, you know, ring the doorbell. And then, you know, did like three houses. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a cruiser going around the neighborhood. And they're like, hey, kids, are you, you ringing people's doorbells? No. No, we just happen to be walking around the neighborhood where that's happening. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, not. like, you ring a doorbell. Attention immediately. Of course. <laughs> Fucking dumb kids. But that's not why we're here. No, we're here. <laughs> we're not ding dong ditching you. We are talking a Christmas horror story. This movie is so fun. This was on my list, my Christmas list. Probably, what did we do that like three years ago? Oh my god, we yeah, we did that a, quite a while ago. Yeah, it was on both of our lists. It's a it's a great anthology. It's really fun. Uh, so l let's just get right into it. So, do you really consider, do you consider it an anthology? I mean, I there mean, are five different stories packed into one. What else are you I, gonna call it? Yeah, but they're not like separate. I guess. I mean, they are separate. They but are. I mean, I they're, they're more separate than trick or treat. Yeah, I guess so. But there's still ties to a, a couple. You know, some of the stories. I mean, all right, we'll, we'll get into how, how loosely they're tied. But first, let's get into our recipes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I wanted to do Dangerous Dan's drink. So we're going to do a little bit of Shatner Nog. Shatner Nog. And when he poured his eggnog into his cup before he even put in his booze, it looked like milk. It looked like straight up milk. So I made a coquito, which is, some people say it's like a Puerto Rican eggnog. There's no eggs. It's, uh, it's sweetened condensed milk, cream of coconut, a little vanilla extract, cinnamon, nutmeg. I didn't put cloves because I associate cloves with goth girls that I don't want to hang out with anymore. <laughs> and then some Puerto Rican rum. And it's fucking delicious. But when you, you got to blend it and you got to let it chill. Got to let it chill in the, in the 
fridge for at least four hours. Like, let all of those flavors marry. And it's it's well worth it. I uh, was introduced to this a, a couple of years ago. A Puerto Rican friend of mine that I worked with just brought me a mason jar and goes, Merry Christmas. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He goes, Merry Christmas. <laughs> he didn't fucking tell me what it was. I was just like, okay. <laughs> it, it's delicious. Um, for nice. the, the food portion, I'm going with Mrs. Claus cookies. They're just sugar cookies. I shaped them like skulls. I'll post them up. You'll you'll be able to see them. They're just sugar cookies shaped like skulls. Ava goes, how are you going to make Christmas cookies scary? I'm like, I don't know. Just shape them weird. (laughs) And that's exactly (laughs) what I did. From the creators of Ginger Snaps comes a bloody tale of yuletide terror. Christmas Eve is a time of joy, peace, and goodwill. That is, unless you happen to live in Bailey Downs, a small town full of the wrong kind of Christmas spirit, where it's not set to be a silent night, but an unholy night, with the town plagued by a sadistic spirit intent on murdering teens, this demonic anti-Santa Claus Krampus stalking the streets, and a horde of zombie elves with only Santa to stop them. There's only one thing for certain. It won't be a white Christmas. I feel like there's one line missing. It's going to be a bloody Christmas, or it's going to be a red Christmas. But yeah, it's it's not going to be a white Christmas, that's for sure. Yeah, you mentioned uh, creators of Ginger Snaps. Obviously, it takes place in the same town, uh, Bailey Downs. Yeah, so uh, I think Orphan Black also took place yep. in, in Bailey Downs. It's a uh, place in Ontario, Canada. They're very Ooh, friendly Ontario. up there. What? I said, oh, Ontario, eh? Oh, eh? A lot of meese up there. That's, is there a, what's the plural of moose? Mooses? It's just like, there's a lot of fucking moose. That's basically, it's is essentially it's like, like, it is. Like, like, I've never seen a moose except outside of like Bugaboo Creek. <laughs> like, yeah, is it meese? Too. Is it mooses? Or just like, fuck, watch out for the moose. Uh, all right. So, a Christmas horror story. Uh, this was 2015. Spoilers ahead. So, the opening, this is pretty cool. It's got some snowflakes, like, flying around. Uh, A great to, uh, take on Carol of the Bells. Yes. Uh, I believe the title is um, actually called It's Christmas Eve. If, yeah, from the but, soundtrack. I mean, it's, it's the song Carol is of Carol of the Bells. But, yes, yes. it's Christmas Eve. Uh, Alex. Alex. Caskin? Something like that. But anyway, so, you know, in the opening... Yes, Caskin. But yeah, in, like, during the whole opening thing, the snowflake then kind of turns bloody, and the music gets intense, and then boom, title. I played this song for the kids, and I, I just, like, acted like it was another Christmas song. And they're like, Dad, why is this song scary? And I was like, nice. <laughs> it, it does. It's like a traditional Christmas song. But it is eerie, and it does build up to the. Yeah. 
Uh, it's Christmas Eve. I, it's Christmas Eve. All in the that north. belief. <laughs> so we're up in like the North Pole. Uh, north Pole looks pretty badass. Actually. I gotta say, Santa's outfit is on point. His fit is on fleek, bro. Yeah. Uh, showing like the these barn doors like shaking like crazy. Uh, you see Santa come up. He's look like he's been in a war. Like he's got face. this nasty scar right across. Not a Night scar. Nasty. It's not a scar yet. It's a wound. Like all yeah. across his face, it's bleeding. He's like right across his face. It's like his time. staff is like covered in blood. Yeah, why does Santa uh, have this nasty staff that has like a fucking spiral blade on it? I, I don't know. Uh, but he's talking to his reindeers, and, uh... Donner, Blitzen, what's up, bruh? Yeah, and he goes, he's grabs an axe, and he's just like, It's time! And then oh, the yeah. doors fly open, and then there's, like, this bright light. Like, he sees the light. He's like, ah, fuck, here we go. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to real life, I guess. Oh, uh, it's, like, it's like uh, 12 hours earlier. Yeah, 12 hours earlier, in Bailey Downs, William Shatner, DJ... Dan, Dangerous Dan. Dangerous Dan, that's what it was. Uh, he loves Christmas, and he loves Jesus. And he Just, doesn't care who the fuck hears it. He's like, I love tinsel, I love stockings, I love all of that shit. And, Susan, I am going to talk about Jesus because tomorrow is his birthday. Rightfully so. Happy birthday, Jesus. Susan sounds like she might have been a pain in the ass in his, in his uh, headset. I, I know. Every time he starts talking, you just, like, he doesn't even have his headphones on. You just hear, it, it's like the Charlie Brown adult voice. <laughs> He's like, fucking Susan, come on. I'm talking Jesus here. It's his birthday. Let me rant. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a food drive, and then he introduces Storm and Norman. Uh, who basically just kind of ignores him and then writes a, a little note, puts it on the window, and says, Fuck Christmas. And now, he, he if goes you, like, if like you Jesus have, saw that. Jesus and his dad saw that. If you haven't seen the movie, that just that just happens. But if you've seen the movie, you're like, oh shit. You see the dude's face. You know exactly who this motherfucker is. You dropped the spoiler yep. alert, right? Yeah. Correct. Like, you see Norman's face. Like, ah, damn. Yeah, so the first the first time I saw it, I might have I looked away. I didn't notice him. He looks completely different without, a like, a beard, long hair, and, like, yeah. the luxurious Santa outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So then we go right into story number one. So this these like these kids are headed to Saint the Saint Joseph's Academy, I believe it was called. Yes. And one of them Molly, maybe I had a hard time it's at Molly. the beginning trying to Yeah, Molly was watching like old police videos of them going into uh the academy where two kids were murdered. Yeah, and if you watch the video, it's uh Scott from the next story, he's going through and he uh, ends up finding an additional body. 
Yeah. So they they'd already known about one body, but then the second body was like a a jump scare, basically. Right. right. And Dylan, I think, who I guess might have gone out with with Molly or whatever, or or maybe she just no no. Him so so. All right. Oh, whoa. All right. So Molly used to babysit Will, who is Scott's son, the, son. the cop. His son. Right. Uh, Dylan dates Caprice, who gets them the keys to break That's into stuck. Yeah, the okay. uh, school. Right. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Everything is attached. Right. Correct. Uh, so Caprice shows up, gives them the keys. And then she takes off with the family. Uh, so this goes into story number two of Caprice's family, where they're headed to Aunt Etta's house, which apparently nobody wants to go because she's a miserable bitch. Yeah, she's not. She's not cool. That's that's like one of those like Christmas Eve things you have to do, or like a, an old tradition. You're just like you have to do it because it's tradition. Yeah. But you're like fuck. It's like I just want family time. <laughs> Were, were we invited? Well, not well, exactly. Well, about that. <laughs> Let's call it a Christmas surprise. Uh, then we go to story three, which oh, involves... Oh, I, I do want to say, so while they're all complaining about having to go there, uh, Caprice puts on her headphones and she blasts her iPod or whatever is going on, and it's Alex Kaskin, Briard's Lament. So there's a little shout out to the composer of the movie, and uh, I couldn't find that actual song. I think it's just made up. I think he likes dogs. He likes shaggy dogs, and that's yeah. cool. Dogs are awesome. That is true. Dogs are actually the reason that we're starting this episode really late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we go into story number three now. And this is Scott, his wife Kim, and Will. They're going to cut down their own Christmas tree while trespassing in some dude's like private private property. Yeah, it, like, oh, great example for a cop. Yeah. Bitch, shut up. It's the woods. I'm just cutting down a tree. Like, chill out. This is true. Uh, Will also has asthma, as you see. Like, he's fucking with an inhaler, too. Yes. So this movie jumps back and forth between stories like awfully quick. Yeah, so I was scenes, I was wondering are, how pretty... you were going to handle the notes. I didn't know if you were going to like do uh, like all the stories or, or are you going to jump around? It actually wasn't so bad because they were such short. Basically, I just went scene to scene like story jump. I just jumped story to story as it went. Yeah, I saw a lot of people complaining. Uh, saying that they wished that each story played out completely before going to the next one. But I think it worked I out think it worked really, really well. well the way that they did it because everything builds to the culmination. To, you know, to the you end, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that every story has an act three as opposed to starting and stopping and then starting and stopping and starting and stop. You know what I mean? I, I think it worked right. out better this way. Yeah, no, they all started at one point, and like as it went on, each story built and built and built and built until the end. Yeah, and uh, another thing I saw was a lot of people didn't think that all the stories uh, 
you know, were attached to each other. It was pretty obvious. I mean, some of them were loosely attached, but there's a theme. Yeah. Bailey Downs is fucked. <laughs> so, so yeah, they go, they go cut down their tree. And then we move back to St. Joe's Academy where Molly, Dylan, Ben. Yes. Just the three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're filming like a documentary. Yeah. And see, what I don't get about this is it's a school project. And then they're going to break in a part of the school for their school project. They can't use the footage from the police, like, crime scene because they're like, oh, this is for the school project. But then they can use the footage of them breaking into the schools. Like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I could get it if it was, like, for a YouTube video. They go over the the details. Two kids were killed. Uh, One of them was pregnant. And so, like, they go into the restrict... Wasn't wasn't one of them pregnant? No. I thought the girl was pregnant. No. It's an important fact that the girl was not pregnant. That's why she died. We'll get to that later. So, but anyway, they go into the restricted section of of the school. Well, like I guess the principal was like roaming around. Yeah. See, I don't get that. Um, it, it seems very sketchy that the principal's around. He's on the phone. He's like, "I'm fine. We just need to be careful. No one can get in." And this could be read as two ways: either there's something really sketchy going on, it is never brought up again. Or he just wants to make sure that no one goes into the basement because of the murders. And he's a good guy. And he wants to make sure that the school's locked down before he goes away for his Christmas-like vacation. Like, so he's either sketchy or a nice guy. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of erring on nice guy for this one because it never gets mentioned again. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, so then we jump to uh, the family. They're the they're the Bowers. The Bowers, yeah. So they show up at Aunt Edda's, who she's got like little trinkets like all over the place. It's a huge, huge like, um, like mansion of a house. You could like say, a... look at this place. It's like Paul Bunyan and Count Dracula gate up and built the dream home. <laughs> Uh, so, like, the kid is, like, touching everything. Uh, uh, Caprice. Do you recognize Caprice. the boy? Did I recognize the boy? I His eyes. I was like, why does this kid look familiar? His he, He's got, like, these, like, big eyes. I'm like, I know this guy from somewhere. He was Xavier in Wednesday. Oh, okay. There you go. Apparently there not you. making... Uh, another appearance. He's been cut. Uh, Caprice steals a lighter. And the groundskeeper, you know, well, well... Gerhardt. Which, which Gerhardt. Uh, many people will recognize as the psycho from Vicious Fun. Or one of the psychos from Vicious Fun. There's a lot of psychos in that one. That movie's fun. We should do that movie at some point. So the kid's fucking with this Krampus like little statue and then Gearheart comes in scares the crap out of him or no the aunt like yells at him don't touch that he ends up dropping it like his arm breaks he doesn't drop it he pushes it off 
I thought he dropped it. No, he pushed, he broke that shit on purpose. So, and then Gearheart comes in, tells the whole story of Krampus, and it's, it's, because it's, it's Krampus not. Krampus not. And uh, I, yeah. I, I hate to, like, call bullshit, but I don't think Krampus not happens on Christmas Eve. I'm not sure we'll have to read up on our lore. But yeah, anyway, so the aunt gets pissed off and kicks him out. Throws him out of the house. So then we go back to the North Pole. Santa's going through all his uh, preparations. And, uh, you know, the elves are like, there's bad storms coming. And, you know, this is unprecedented. But poor Shiny. Shiny does not feel well. Oh, Shiny doesn't feel well. He looks like shit. He does not want to eat the cookies. He doesn't want to eat the cookies, you reindeer fucking snow whore. <laughs> wow, that escalated quickly. And then he hits like an axe on his own hand. Yeah, and then he dies. Quote, unquote. Like, well, yeah, they're he's, like, like, he's dead, sir. He's dead. I thought elves can't die. They can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> they cannot. And now... The cops family, like, they have their Christmas tree. Uh, they're dragging it back. Uh, of course, Kim, his wife, is complaining. because like, we shouldn't be, like, stealing shit from private property. And he's just like, fucking deal with it. Yeah. And the old and then, guy that owns the property notices them bouncing. Yeah. And then so Will all of a sudden disappears because, like, there's some, like, quick people some quick thing just like goes by the camera yeah and, and so, he, he finds this really cool tree trunk yeah and i gotta say if you're in the middle of the woods and you find a cool tree trunk that you can like get all up in don't do it because i've no. seen movies i've read books anytime you haul up in a fucking tree trunk it either like brings you to another dimension or it like rapes you or you just, like, straight up die. Yeah. Hey, don't go up in tree trunks. Yeah, so they so they didn't see where he went, so they're running around looking for him, and then they get to this tree, and then a hand reaches out and grabs Scott, and Will comes out. Will, who we think is Will. It looks Will's, like Will. It's The vessel of Will comes out. I guess. Ish. Yeah. To us, it looked like Will. It looked like Will. It looked like Will enough to bring him home. Yeah. Uh, back to St. Joe's Academy. Uh, she was explaining in the documentary that part of the school was like a convent uh, to keep the, uh, basically keep the pregos out of sight. Yeah. So the school was a convent in this underground section, the basement. They kept unwed pregnant women in a secluded hallway to hide their sins, basically. Uh, yes. A 15-year-old professed virgin was pregnant, and she died trying to abort it. So, you know, they're, they're searching the basement. They come across uh, the student's room. Uh, ben, I think, kind of walks down the hallway while there's, you know, a figure of a girl, like, in the hallway, and then there's, a like, a figure of Mary that starts bleeding from the eyes. Yeah, and, and can I just say, so, like, I've already said that they're doing this for a school project, and they couldn't use the police footage, 
but they literally break into a crime scene. There's like the sealed tape. It says like uh, room sealed, you know, and it's like the, the crime thing. And they they break the seal to go in. I don't think yeah. they're going to pass this, uh, this this report. Report? No, no. They're, they're not getting an A. Back to the Bowers, uh, Dad's pissed off, and he's like, really? Like, five minutes? You couldn't last five minutes. Uh, Caprice said, Aunt Edda's not mad at us. She's scared of something. And then during his rant, Krampus runs across the street, knocks him out. Like, they, they spin out of control and get stuck in the snow. Yeah. And uh, Can I just say, the, the, uh, the sounds that Krampus makes, really cool. Yes. I, I like that. It's, it, it's like a... Not a purr, but like a lion kind of like. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And so back to. They kind of jump quickly back to St. Joe's Academy where, you know, Molly is explaining like the deaths and they saw the room like. Like they painted over like the writing Yo, on the wall. What's up with the gyno chair? It literally still had blood on it. What yeah. the fuck is that about? And in the next room, yeah, Isaiah nine six for uh for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And that's all it says. But I'd like to say the whole part, because I you know, I looked it up, I did my research. The next part of that is and the government will be on his shoulders. Because, <laughs> you know, even Jesus gets taxed. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they painted oh, over oh, you're that. Oh, ch- you're going to turn that water to wine? Yeah, we're going to have to tax you on that. <laughs> oh, 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 multiple bread and fish for the people? Yeah, you're going to have to pay your taxes. Oh, oh, you can't pay your taxes? We're going to string you the fuck up. Nails in the hands, nails in the feet, fuck you. This turned dark. Sorry. That that really did turn dark really quick. So basically, (laughs) Christmas is about Jesus not being able to pay his taxes. Who knew? This is why you need to file. Yeah, so they're ready to wrap up their documentary. And, uh... So they're they're stuck. Like they go up the stairs. They're trying to use the keys to get out, which they use the keys to get in. Wouldn't usually the other side of the lock is you know not a key. Okay, so here's where I'm agreeing with the movie and not you. You're saying they should be able to just get out, but they can't because of supernatural forces. Which is the reason why they don't have cell service. None of them right. can make a phone call. They all have cell phones, but the cell phones don't work. I get that, but Every- usually you don't you don't have a key lock on both sides of the knob. They were trying to use a key. Okay, so uh, on Grant Street, I had a key lock on the inside and outside of our, our front door. Huh. It was very scary. It was like a horror movie. Yeah, I don't like that. We always kept a key in the inside one, which was dumb because someone could just break in, you know, like smash the window and, and grab it. But, yeah, there was a, a key on, on both sides. 
Huh. It's not okay. unprecedented. But not common. Not common. Definitely not. Right, so they're stuck. They have no bars. They can't do shit. So back at Scott and Kim's house, Will seems a little bit different. He's quiet. He's just sitting on the couch while they're trying to trim the tree. And he's like, hey, you know, let's, you know, pick an ornament. Let's, like, you know, do this. He grabs one, gives it to him, whatever, and just kind of sits back down. Uh, he's housing pasta at the dinner table. Oh, man, he's fucking eating spaghetti like I've never seen. And she's like, that's his second dish. Like, damn, maybe cut the fucking kid off. Yeah, and so, like, he just keeps eating, and then, you know, Scott comes over, he's like, hey, like, you, sh- you should probably, like, slow down. He goes to, like, grab the bowl or whatever, stabs him right in the hand. With the fork. Ouch. With the fork. Yeah. He almost smacks the shit out of that kid. He, yeah, and, you know, Kim is just like, you know, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? He just doesn't say anything. She sends him to his room. And it's funny because, so this is a change, like, he knows where his room is. Yeah. He does. So how 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 does how does changelings work? Like usually a changeling is at birth, so it's like a baby, like the omen, if you will. Right. Um but this is obviously like a fucking 6-year-old kid, maybe. How does a changeling know where the bedroom is? I don't know the definition of a changeling is a uh, it was a substitute left by a supernatural being on kidnapping a human being. Sometimes the changeling was a stock, quote unquote, a piece of wood made magically. <laughs> what a piece of fuck? Can you imagine? You're like my baby's so cute. He's the best baby ever. He never cries. Uh, your baby's a piece of wood. <laughs> And then there's another one that said, in European folklore, it's a deformed or imbecilic offspring of fairies or elves substituted by them superstitiously for a human infant. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of uh, folklore that leans towards maybe earlier uh, autistic children, and that was, like, the basis of, of this. And any type of deformity or anything like that, they basically blame it on trolls. They go, like, oh, a troll must have stole my baby because this is not my baby. Like, why is my baby acting different? Why why doesn't my baby talk? Um, un- unfortunately, yeah, they created fairy tales instead of just dealing with... <clears throat> problems gotcha excuse me so why not we go to dj dj dan and uh, get some more christmas love uh did you notice that he holds up a christmas card he is dangerous grandpa he's the grandpa of the bauer kids who go to aunt edna's to see grandpa's so there's a big problem in the north pole oh yeah Big fucking problem. Yeah, elves are, all the elves are infected. And, uh, yeah, so Santa's, he's gearing up. He says to Marta, he's like, he's got to be behind it. And Krampus. Next thing you know, zombie elves are attacking. It's shiny. One of them gets, like, scalped, where, like, his brain's, like. Oh, that was so sick. 
Like, seriously, yeah. this was my favorite segment. I loved Badass Santa. So, well, yeah, one gets one gets scalped, another one gets, like, thrown out of a window. Like, it's, it's go time for Santa. So while they're still stuck in the restricted area, uh, Molly and friends are, they're still filming. And they're, they're stuck in, like, one room that's no heat. They're trying to, like, get the heat going. I'm and supposed to be at the mall helping with the food drive. My mom's going to kill me. I fucking loved that line. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, uh, you you may be on, on the lucky side here. And then the other guy, it's Christmas Eve. We've all got somewhere to be, bro. And, and it's true. Like, this, this nerd is just like, you know, I got to be somewhere. It's like, no shit. We all have to be somewhere. Right. But good, good throw, throwback line. Dylan's just like, I gotta go take a piss. Uh, he's Do you notice no where they all are though? They're in this room where the nativity scene is. Like yep. all, like it's fucking Joseph, Mary, the three wise men. Like there's a sheep. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's it's a all, sheep. It's all there, and. Uh, why is this in the basement? And the chick goes, it's the war on Christmas. No, 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 no. See, the, there is no war on Christmas. Christmas is Christmas. This is St. Joseph's Academy. There's no reason for them not to have a nativity scene. No, of course But not. it's very important that the nativity scene is in this giggity room. <laughs> the giggity room. The giggity room. So Dylan goes up to take a piss. Ben is like hearing Before noises. he does that, sorry, one more thing. Dylan gives Molly Mary's cloak. He takes the cloak off the oh, Mary yeah. statue, okay. gives it to Molly, and he takes Joe's staff. And by Joe, I mean Joseph. He goes, right. uh, you don't need this. And takes the staff as a weapon. And then goes to take a piss. And then goes to take a piss. Uh, Ben's like hearing some noises in the headphones. They see, like, I forget the, the murder girl's name. Uh, Grace. But Grace. Uh, so she like pops up or like kind of like real Amazing quick. And like a little jump scare. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. And then all of a sudden, looks like Molly starts to like, like have seizure, like have a seizure. Yeah, she's on the ground, seizuring, or yeah. maybe she's being possessed. Yeah, that could be too. Most likely, it's that's what happened. So, Will is now kind of peeking in on his mom in the shower, as one would if you're a troll. And you're <laughs> just hanging out. You're like, I'm gonna go. There's some titties in this room. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. The windows open in his room. Because uh, he the likes the knows, cold. Yep. Yeah, Kim knows something's up. And then, Dad just wants some pussy. I mean, yeah. He's like, it's been a while. You know, and. You usually unwrap at least one gift on Christmas Eve. Ha so, ha! Oh, I like what you did there. So, and of course, 
she's not quite in the mood. Nah, not in the mood. So, so he gets pissy and sits on the couch, has a beer, listening to William Shatner. Which so I DJ, like. DJ Dangerous Dan. DJ sorry. Dangerous Dan uh, puts on... Is it Silent Night? Yes, he puts on Silent Night. She goes, so Kim goes back. This was actually a pretty cool, cool shot. So Kim goes back up to Will's room, shuts the window. When she shuts the window, you see in the reflection the glowing eyes. Yeah. Which is like creepy the actual, as fuck. Like the remind, actual, like, body. It reminded me of a dude from uh, Salem's Lot, like the TV oh, yeah. version. Yeah. Like when his eyes are glowing. Uh, so the Bowers, they're trudging through the woods after leaving their, their car. You know, they're walking around with like a flare. And the son... Duncan. Is Duncan. He's... Duncan Donuts. He's like, you know, we're not safe. It's like the beginning of Krampus Knot. And of course the dad's like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. This is so... Like, this shit isn't real. And then he gets, like, impaled by, like, I'm guessing his tail or something, like, some shit like that. But it's the chain. The chain. Yeah, he's got the, he's got this, like, really long chain with, like, a hook at the end. Hold, hold on one second. When is Krampus not? December 5th is Krampus not. Oh, so this is, so this is long past Krampus not. Yeah, I mean, Krampus should be fucking done by now. But apparently he's not, and he's back on Christmas Eve. So, He's Krampus not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like the the dad gets like the, the like you said the chain like right through the body. He's bleeding out like immediately like all over the place. Ouch. And then Duncan gets taken like by the feet. Oh yeah, totally like uh, what was the movie? Was the movie just called Quarantine? She just gets dragged away. It's like, Rrr! yeah. I hate that, so that 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 movie. I like the movie, but I hate that the biggest thing you know about the movie is the last shot of the movie. Kind of a spoiler, you know. Don't put the ending on the cover. <laughs> so back in the North Pole. Santa's getting attacked in the elevator by, like, more zombie elves. And I'd like to note that the elevator music is Silent Night. Yes. So, yeah, he's getting attacked. Door opens. There's dead elves everywhere. And then, like, there's another one on, on the floor. And it says, I'll eat your brains, you Christmas cunt. <laughs> I love these elves. They were These are funny great. as fuck. And then he got a staff to the face. Yeah, well, yeah. You know. Don't say cunt. We're not in England. Not in Christmas. They just throw that word around. In America, if you say that, you're fucked up. That's basically like us calling somebody a bastard. It's like, ah, you bastard. And then they say, like. Maybe is bastard bad over there? I don't know. But it's like. I feel like bastard's not really that bad of a word. Well, to them, I don't think cunt's a big bad word. No, cunt's not a... That's That was my point. They just throw it around. But, like, over here, you're like, cunt, and you're like, whoa, you're very mean. 
You're a mean one, Jeremy. But dangerous, Dan. He's checking in with Storm and Norman, and he's got nothing. Ah, it looks like there's too many reindeer in the atmosphere. Yeah, it gets a bunch of feedback, too. So, we'll just have some more eggnog. As one would. Uh, Scott wakes up, and all the presents are open. So, he goes to find Will, and he's like, what the fuck, did you open the presents? And then he belts them. So, obviously, Kim does not go for that, so she kicks him out. Well, she doesn't kick him out. She's just like, get the fuck out of this room. And he's going to have a couple drinks. And they get a call from the landowner and says, like, hey, is your kid fucked up? (laughs) And she's like, don't ever call here again. And, like, before, like, she hangs up, he's just like, he's a changeling. And she's just like, what? I get these calls all the time. Uh, Back at St. Joe's, Dylan wakes up and... Molly comes up and goes, like, hey, I need to show you something. And it's her uh, pussy. Yeah, she was DTF at and that moment. he was not. No, he was not. Uh, so Stand he says no. Stand up guy, Dylan. And then there's a cross, like, shaking on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. So because Dylan was a stand-up guy and didn't cheat on his girlfriend, he gets a crucifix to the right eye. Right through his fucking brain. Yes. Uh, I don't know what the moral of the story there is. <laughs> so, back to Scott, who's going through, like, some articles of, you know, the murder from last year. I actually, I, this was really cool. So, it looked like an exterior shot of the, uh, the school. And then you realize that it's a crime photo that Scott's yep. looking at. That and was he, pretty You cool. know, he's still, like, obsessed with the case, and he's going through the files and while his wife is in the other room looking, like, through Wikipedia about changelings. Like, they're both, like, obsessed about, like, crap, you know? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Awesome shot. That was a cool transition. I like that. Will, like, gets out of bed, and you, like, see him down, like, the hall with, like, the shiny eyes, which was, like, creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Scott's outside the door. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. You know, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get help and all that stuff. Um, And then you hear a noise, like, glass breaking, and then Kim gets up and finds him with lights wrapped around him and a belt around his neck. Okay, so... I... Gotta say, Scott didn't deserve to die like that. But, rewind a little bit. Scott is obsessing over this old case. He's drinking bourbon after he smashed mad beers. And he's got a fucking gun on his table. He's, he's, drink, he's got a bottle of bourbon and right next to it is a gun. Why is the gun there? It never gets used. Yeah. This is like... Chekhov's gun, but, like, not, because it just disappears. No one ever uses the gun. It's, why does he have the gun? Was he going to kill himself? So, like, maybe the fucking troll or the changeling did him a favor, because I think he was going to kill himself. Hey, why else yeah. would he have the gun out? 
I mean, he's probably got some sort of like depression. Or, I mean, obviously, you know, he has depression. Post traumatic, post traumatic stress and I shit mean, like that. that. Duh. That's mm. the whole fucking point of the story. I get it. Just saying. Okay. Reiterating is what I should say. I'm reiterating. Yeah, you're re reing it, definitely. Re rear. So, anyway. The Bauer uh, family. Uh, the Bauer family. Refuge in a church. In a church, yeah, and like the dad's like, "Hey, like we need to get to a confessional and confess our sins, because that'll take care of the demon." And That's he goes, fine. ah, a guy like me and a girl like you. Uh, obviously, I had to steal a lot of money to get that sweet, yeah. sweet pussy. Yeah, so they're uh, they're broke as fuck. Oh yeah, he's going to jail. If yeah. you know, well, he's not going to go to jail because you know he's going to die. Yeah, so basically he was basically raising funds to pay off his debt. There's no company, there's no nothing. They have nothing. Nothing. Nada. Uh, turns out also uh, Duncan is an animal killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the mom's like, Duncan was innocent. Oh, no. Remember when a <laughs> cat like disappeared? Yeah. Duncan like yeah. cut the cat's head off and... Yeah. He's innocent. <laughs> nay, nay, sir. No, 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 no. I'm the most innocent one because all I do is steal lighters. Yeah. yeah. All I do so is just, go to the mall and steal trinkets. I don't, like, do drugs and have sex and cut myself like all my friends do or whatever she said. I know, she said she doesn't have sex, but the her boyfriend alluded to the fact that they do have sex. Is mm. that him just, like, Flexing. There was a bunch of flexing, like people like, oh, they're virgins, and they're like, uh, but they're not. Like, who's a virgin? Who knows? Does it matter? Who knows? It's not a big deal. Yeah. So, Caprice and the mother end up hiding in the confessional after like, dad's gone. He's dead. Oh yeah. See you later. And then like. Was Yo, that tongue, tongue like, that tongue like goes the under the fuck? door. Like this, this is a thing. For, if you Google Krampus, and you see pictures of him, he's got like this crazy tongue. Um, I bet you he's a hit with the ladies. Yeah, he might be. No, I bet you fucking he is. <laughs> Jesus. The mother. Krampus. Krampus, not more like Krampus. Yeah. So the the mother stabs like the tongue, and of course, pisses him off even more, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. nicely sacrifices herself so Caprice could leave. Oh my god! And and like Caprice is just kind of standing there, and her mom's like head is like ripped off, and she's like, yeah. um, "Bitch, you should have had a head start by now." Yeah. So Kim calls the landowner back, and he's saying, you know. Bring Will back to the place he was taken, but he's not going to like it. Yeah. Uh, so he's like on the floor playing with his dad's hand, playing with Scott's like hand. I think he was trying to take the wedding ring off. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Like he had the left hand and it looked like he was trying to wiggle the uh, wedding ring off. Like yeah. he's like, ooh, shiny. And, of course, Kim's like, hey, buddy, want to go for a ride? Why don't you put on your shoes? 
<laughs> so he's just like, uh, fuck that. Charges at her, and he gets multiple bats to the head. Oh, my God. He almost got neganed. Oh, my God. So back up at the North Pole, though, Santa is surveying the damage. Uh, there's still a few fucking elves left, and one gets decapitated, and, like, coming from, like, all angles, although my favorite kill was the paper cutter. Oh, that was your favorite kill? That was mine. I love that. The, the he just, like, puts his head down. My favorite kill was when Santa grabs one elf's skull, skull and, and beats, beats the, the other, other elf to death. Like, that was my favorite kill. That was fucking awesome. If we were Slash you, that would be like, dick shot, dick shot, 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 shot of the week. Shout out to Nick and Andy at Slash U for your dick shot kill of the week. Nice. Nice. Wicked cool. So now DJ Dan is reporting that there is chaos at the food drive and Norman is still missing. Yeah, Norm is not a responsible person. Uh, Kim brought Will back to the farm and basically like drops it was like a sack, wasn't it? Like, yeah. And of course, like the owner's like yelling at like the changeling. Like, Starts like, kicking it with and you? shit. I'm like, oh my god, the kid. I'm like, I'm like what the hell? And then, so, the changeling will like goes up to Kim. Doesn't do anything. It's all like, like, goes up, like fucked his, up looking. Like, it's inner, got like this little skull. Yeah, it's like in her face, like. But then does nothing, goes back into the tree, and out comes Will, like, in a t-shirt and underwear. I was lost. Yeah. So, really, this was the only, like, positive outcome of any of the stories. Yeah. You forgot to mention that the mom shoots Big Earl and kills him. Correct. So, yes. literally not a positive outcome. Because she well, just freed all the changelings. She goes... There's so many of them. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, my family has been watching this grove for generations to make sure that these changelings stay here. And then she kills him, basically freeing all of them. So God knows what that means. But she got her son back. And yeah, that's oh, positive. yeah, oh, yeah. She got her son back. But like, at what price? You say positive. I say, I don't know. What it would it like? What do changelings do now? Fine. You're a fucking changeling, for all I know. Could be. Uh, so Molly's now looking for Dylan, and this is where we see the reveal of Dylan having a cross in his face. No, so Molly wasn't looking for him. Ben was looking for Dylan. Yeah, Molly knows what's up. Oh yeah. So Molly and Ben but already she'll... fucked. Uh, we're getting, we're just getting to that. Nah, we don't see Dylan dead until Molly and Ben had done it. Oh, uh, that's right. So, but she sees the vision of Grace, like, going through the abortion, or trying to, and then, yeah, yeah, we see Dylan has a cross, like, in his face, and then Molly says that, uh, 
Grace wants her to carry her son. So maybe they already did fuck. I don't know. But anyway. It doesn't matter. They after all this, did like, it. Right, because, like, Grace, like, shows up with, like, she's got, like, the baby, like, in her hand. And then Ben gets, like, pinned on the wall. Yeah, because he, he was, like, kind of pissed. Like, he's like, right. what? I didn't mean to do, like, what? I don't want to have a zombie baby. And he has a bat, and he's kind of mad. Like, right. even if he didn't mean it threateningly, boom, ah, dead. Just like... Connor, one year but, ago. But, like, Molly, like, snapped out of crucified it. Crucified like, against the wall. Like, but, like, Molly, like, snapped out of it, like, after, like, she fucked him. Oh, yeah. She's and like, what did she was, you she's do like, what the me? fuck did you do to me? She's yeah. like, what did you do to me? What did I do to you? <laughs> what did you do to me? But, yeah, so, anyway, Grace e- e- goes e- Either quick. way. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. bro. Like, that was not the first, that was not the best first time. No, Ghost Grace ends up, like, pinning Ben on the wall, snaps his neck. He's dead. Now, like, she, and, and then, like, she touches Molly's, like, stomach, and the next thing you know, door's open, you're free, get out of here. Yeah, so, it's funny. I, I saw a lot of bad reviews about this movie, and a lot of them were really dumb. It's like, uh, the lore isn't, like, the real lore. So... No matter what lore you go, you go to Krampus, there's a bunch of different, like, countries and, like, changelings. Same thing. There's a bunch of different lores. And people are like, oh, she can't get pregnant that quick. It's a fucking movie, first of all. And it's supernatural. She just fucked this guy. And then the fucking ghost, like, puts her hand on the, like... Like, maybe she, like, had a ghost push, you know, to push that sperm all up into the egg. It's I mean... Go- she had a ghost push. Give her it, it a che- ghost push. It checks. It checks yeah, out. Yeah, come on. Like, you gotta suspend your disbelief a little bit sometimes. Uh, but Caprice makes it to Auntie Etta's, and she's being chased by Krampus. And she picks up a rather large, like, tree branch or something like that. I and, love and how she killed Krampus so easily by accident, almost. By accident, holding the, the thing up and like, oh, impales, no! him, impales him through the neck. And then grabs, like, one of those old school, like, metal gas cans, like the round ones. Oh, yeah. And, and just lights him on fire with the lighter that she's stolen. And it turns out that it was Gitterheart. Is get out. Uh, so inside the house, Edda assures, "Oh, it's it's almost Merry over. Christmas, motherfucker! It's Krampus. Not is almost over. We're almost safe. It's almost. Uh, what did you say? Uh, light dawn. Yeah. So, but then Caprice kind of figures out that she basically sacrificed their whole family just so she could save her own ass. Yeah, the the uh, the Krampus trinket had nothing to do with it. Uh, Gerhardt had so much hate in his heart that he became this, or like, was the vessel for the spirit of Krampus, and that's why he became Krampus. And basically, if you have enough hate, 
You can be Krampus, I guess. I, I guess so. And then she's like, ah, think again. And apparently Krampus has taken over Caprice. And there goes Aunt Edda. Yeah, I really wished that this was... I was very disappointed that it wasn't Krampess or Krampress, if you know what I mean. Like, instead of mistress, like, yeah. Krampress, you know? Like, it gotcha. should have been, like, a sexy Krampus, is what I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, situation at the food drive is in full gear, as DJ Dangerous Dan is imploring people to stay home, stay in your houses. Uh, Santa is uh, looking around. We're back to, like, kind of like what the intro was. Mm-hmm. And, uh... He sees, like, a light, and then he hears, like, a voice, leave me alone. Um, but it's Marta. We're still in, like, Santa world. It's Marta, Mrs. Claus, and she slashes his face. Yeah, she's uh, a zombie. And then they struggle. He breaks her neck, and then this is where we go back to, like, the intro with, like, the barn doors and everything like that. And enter Krampus. We're ready to. We're ready for like Mortal Kombat. Fucking this Santa over here. This is so sick. So Krampus we have on one side. Rob Archer as Krampus. This dude is fucking Diesel. And they just like spray painted him white and gave him like horns and made yeah. him fight Santa. And Santa is like obviously like a regular ass guy. Yeah. But he's Santa, so obviously he's super strong. So he's fighting fucking Krampus, and this was so epic. It was. I mean, it was, it was Mortal Kombat with Santa on one side, Krampus on the other. You know, like, fucking finish him. And then he not, he breaks off one of, like, he axes, like, one of the horns. Oh, and it, like, shattered like an icicle. It, like a bunch of like yeah. it shattered in ice. That was so cool. And then you just you, you hear another voice like Norman, stop, stop. <laughs> and he's saying <laughs> it's his voice. It, like he's saying it, but it's like a nerd voice. And then all of a sudden, we're in a mall, and there's Mister Taylor on the ground with like a. Just, he's got like he's these like, like, he's like goofy like, a, like antlers that he's wearing. He's probably. He was probably the guy who took the pictures, like, at the mall, with, like, for Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You Norman, know? what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, Norman... Who's Norman? And Norman apparently terrorized the fucking mall food drive. Yeah. This... This twist... It, wow. It was so and, good and so fucking dark. And he so it just killed goes so many people. And then it just goes through like the flashbacks of what he thought he was seeing to what actually happened. Yeah, he just basically killed a lot of people. Yeah. And he goes to finish off Mr. Taylor, but the cops take him down. Oh, thank God. Uh so Storm and Norman, I'd say R.I.P., but you know what? That you know. No. Not a good dude. Fuck that guy. You keep the spirit in your hearts. You hear me, people? You hug your loved ones. And you keep them close. And you treat treat them 
every Christmas. You treat him like every Christmas might be your last. But like before he says that, like he's just like, why are we cursed? Why is this town cursed? Uh, well, I can I can tell you why it's cursed. It's because uh, the nuns, the nuns were uh, hiding all the babies in the basement. That's one. You had a grove of changelings. So this is awesome. There could be a Christmas story part two, because you have obviously of all of the, the grove of changelings that have escaped. Uh, obviously, the principal. Was he up to something sketchy, or was he just trying to keep the, the building locked down? And you have uh, Molly, who just walks off with her undead Jesus baby. What's going to happen with that baby when it's born? Is it going to be a zombie? Is it going to be the the next Christ? Is it an antichrist? So she was humming a song. Um. Which was actually like kind of a leaf motif from earlier because uh, dude did it in the uh, the crime scene videos. He was like, I hear these lyrics. And, he, and he's like saying a couple of lyrics. They're a little wrong, but with the song, it's uh, Away in the Manger. And she's like, <laughs> and she's humming that song. It's about Jesus being born. So, yeah, that's uh, basically the end of the movie where, you know, like you said, Dangerous Dan finishes with just hug everyone like it's your last Christmas kind of spiel. Yeah, I'm giving this three brains. Three. I love this movie. It's so fun. I'm going to go a little bit ahead of you and give you three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, no, it's it was definitely definitely a good time. I love the Storm and Norman twist at the end where all of a sudden he's just like in a mall. Holy shit, what the hell did I do? I'm not Santa Claus. I don't have elves. Uh, a couple funny bad reviews. Five Yuletide Tales with two only tangentially Christmas related. Every single story in this movie is Christmas related, so I don't I don't get that. Um, by far one of the stupidest movies I have ever watched. Two exclamation marks. I was bored twenty five minutes into it. Exclamation mark. Don't waste your time if you are a true horror fan. Triple exclamation mark. Um, I really so I love how the exclamation marks get bigger. I know, right? Like, I, I do want to do an episode on gatekeeping because people are fucking douchey. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck? Like, you don't like a movie? Why, why are you gonna hate on people that like the movie? I mean, I love this movie. When I first saw it, I was like, fuck, yeah, Santa fighting Krampus and other shit happening in this crazy town. Cool. Zombie elves? Yeah. I mean, come like, on. No, there's nothing about this movie that I don't like. 
Uh, the, the only thing I didn't like about it was uh, the, 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 the at, at first was the uh, basement school scene. I was like, that was my least favorite segment. But that's yeah, the most no, Christmassy segment when I revisited. I'm like, holy shit, they, they have the nativity. There's the whole version thing. There's the, you know, it, it's basically Christmas. And I suppose it's probably it's the, the, most the story of Christmas happening with rape. I mean, I suppose it's probably the more important story of the whole thing, just because it's the basis of why Bailey Downs is cursed. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, Jesus wouldn't have a birthday if he didn't get, or Mary didn't get banged up by some dude. And Joseph is at the bar going, Duh, my wife's a virgin. Uh, Joseph, I hate to tell you. Well, your wife is knocked up. She's not a virgin. What do you mean? No, she told me she's never had sex. Joseph, shut the fuck up. Listen to me, sir. I'm pretty sure that your wife has had some dick because she <laughs> is like nine months prego, and you're going to have to get the fuck out of this town. You're going to have to go, like, find a manger somewhere to have that bastard baby. Because she she ain't no fucking pure, if you know what I mean. She's no virgin. <laughs> She's seen some cock, if you know what I mean. Uh, the story of the Bible, they don't teach at Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mary's just over like, ah! <laughs> Oh my God! You know who could play Mary? Riley Reed. I'd watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> moving on. Fan feedback. Uh, Angie said, uh, "Great movie." I put a poll on who's. What's your favorite segment for the movie? Everyone said Santa versus Krampus, except for, I, I think, one asshole said um, uh, the St. Joseph's segment was the best. Other than that, I was basically like, what are your favorite Christmas movies? I got Gremlins, P2, Blue. Uh, Christmas, bloody Christmas, yeah, a bunch of random, random shit. Christmas Evil is always good. Oh yeah, fucking love Christmas Evil. Horror Babe of the Month. Horror Babe of the Month. Mm, it's creepy when you say it. I don't like that. Lizzie <laughs> Kaplan. So, I think most people will probably know her from Mean Girls. She played Janice. And I didn't know her from Mean Girls um, until recently. It was actually funny. I was talking to some guy, and I don't e I don't even know the chick's name, like the the main Mean Girl, I guess. He's like, "Oh my God, that's for the Mean Girls!" I'm like, and I had no idea what he was talking about. So I guess Mean Girls was a big thing, but most recently, Cobweb. 
She played Carol. She played the mom in Cobweb. And that movie Dude. is awesome. I didn't really like the ending, but the whole movie itself was was pretty cool. Um, she's such a fucking good actress. So uh, Played a great I, scary mom. So I loved that movie too, and it just goes to show how good Fucking the guy who plays Home Homelander, Anthony Starr. Oh, he's such just a is so dick. good at he's so good at playing the asshole. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm certain that he's just a dick in real life. He just he must probably be probably is. He's probably just a jerk. He could be. He's probably I mean, the nicest guy. It's like, hey, how are you guys doing? Season four trailer just dropped today, by the way. No. Oh, I gotta yeah. see that. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, she's been in so much. Uh, since it's Christmas, I gotta say she played uh, Diana in The Night Before. If you have not seen The Night Before, I suggest that you watch that tonight because it's you know coming up on upon Christmas, and this is such a hilarious movie. Have you seen The Night Before? I have not, dude. Literally telling you to watch that tonight. I'm gonna be probably going to bed. <laughs> Uh, don't be a bitch. All right, watch it tomorrow. I'll watch it tomorrow. All right, so she started on Freaks and Geeks. Love that show. Such an underrated show. Such an underrated show. Only 18 episodes. Not many episodes. She wasn't in many of those many episodes, but then she went on to do a little bit of Undeclared, which was kind of a spinoff of that. But she's been in so many different fucking shows. She's been on The Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad, The Cleveland Show, she did six episodes of True Blood. She, like, most more recently, has a main role on Masters of Sex. Ah, uh, yeah, you should check that out. She did a bunch of episodes on The League. I Like, this is why I started fantasy football, was because of The League. <laughs> like, I fucking love that show. She was Annie Wilkes, hello, on Castle Rock. She's been on uh, Fatal Attraction. They did a series of uh, that movie. I haven't checked that out. I think it's with uh, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Isn't but, that the kid from Mighty Ducks? What? Isn't oh, yeah. He, from Mighty yeah, Ducks? yeah, he was on Mighty Ducks, yeah. But anyway, she was in Cloverfield. Yep. Great fucking movie. Hot Tub Time Machine. So I good. fucking love that movie. Uh, 127 hours, blah, 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 blah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Lizzie Kaplan, cheers. So that pretty much wraps it up, except for the fact that I want to sing a little Christmas ditty. It wouldn't be Christmas if I didn't, right? <clears throat> It's Christmas Eve, PTSD, a changeling's here, gets got a beer, all barely down, hearing the sound of dangerous dead, eggnog in hand, shooting a shot on Krampus not, don't want no more, your reindeer. You fucking Family and friends meeting their ends just tried to survive the big food drive. 
Tis a bloody fucked up Christmas. Tis a very fun and fucked up Christmas. Yeah. That's what I got. That's awesome. So, we wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. And a very Merry Christmas. A Krampus knot. So, coming up is our ever-favorite New Fear's Eve, where we go over our favorite movies of the year. Oh, there's been really, a really, lot of great movies so this year. so many good movies. I so had to cut so many movies out this year that I feel bad. Yeah. But that means it was a good year. It was a great year. So, check out our previous year's New Fear's Eve on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, uh, we're on Facebook, Fans of the Dead, Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast, TikTok, Fans of the Dead Pod, fansofthedead.com. Get yourself a t-shirt. Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to suggest one of your movies that you think should make our new Fears Eve, I mean, it, we're not recorded yet, so get it in. Maybe I've missed a movie. Maybe Jeremy's missed a movie. I mean, I already have my 10 written down, but I've been known to scribble. So come on. Fans of the Dead 1 on Twitter. Hit us up on, I mean, we're on YouTube. I don't fucking know. We're everywhere. Shit. Get a fucking t-shirt. Get a hat. Get one of them fucking neck tattoos. I'm going to get a Sharpie. If you guys see us, oh, oh, big news. Coming in April... There's going to be a special uh, festival. We're going to have a booth, and I'm going to be there with a Sharpie giving out neck tattoos. Get your mic personalized neck tattoo at this festival in April. Yeah, baby. It's going to be really heavy. It's like a heavy metal thing, but it's going to be scary. So maybe I'll have a knife, too. Like, ah! and then <laughs> and then just like you know very nicely give you a tattoo i'm i you know i'm not gonna kill you i'm not a mean person i'm just very intimidating there you go yeah as always have fun be safe merry christmas merry krampus not Let's go to the phones. Hey, look, if they just had more police training, then stuff like this. You think more police can do anything, man? Are you, are you, are you, it's Christmas. There are magical dark forces out there. People wake up. It's a beautiful season. It's light and it's dark and it's yin and it's yang for our Asian friends out there. And you know who you are. Yeah, I, I said Asian, right? I didn't say Oriental, right? Well, I don't know. You tell me which is offensive. I'm a Christmas expert. It's 11 lords a-leaping and 10, ma- 10 maids a-milking. No, 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 don't go to the Google. Don't you Google that. I hate it. We as a society can't go five minutes without looking looking up a, uh, no, wait a minute, somebody's texting me. Oh, it's 11 pipers piping. I'm way off, I'm sorry. Merry Christmas, everybody.
listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.